Hi, everybody. I'm Rick Todd. And I'm Jeremy Williams, and you are listening to Wine. Why Not? A Queer Podcast. Episode 22. We're, that's, our, that's our sound effects. We're, we're in episode 22. We have sound effects now. It's, um, boy, oy, 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 oy. I don't know what that was. That was, that was somebody in the crowd. What know, are you doing out you're there? You're very excited for episode 22. <laughs> Um, yeah, this is, uh, this is, uh, I forget what the saying is, old trick, old hat, old, we're used to it now. <laughs> uh, I don't remember I like, how it goes. I like those awkward segues. So one of my, one of my favorite things about doing this podcast is, is watching you get drunk. Now it's that, <laughs> well, we have this podcast, right? And we designed it that. Wine, why not? You'll drink wine, and I don't, because, sure. you know, you drink, and I don't. And we'll just see kind of by the end of the episode how drunk you get and how funny it becomes, <laughs> which is super fun for me. But what makes it cool is that, for whatever reason, the supermarket down the road always has wine on buy one, get one. So You know, I don't believe they used to until we started this podcast. Maybe maybe all the queens in that <laughs> in that. Um, Grocery store. store. <laughs> in that pub. In that, in that pub. <laughs> in the grocery store. Um, see us in there all the time. And they're like, you know, this this queens do a do a podcast. We should talk about Those wine. homos are always in here buying wine. Make it buy one, get one. Yeah. They'll they'll talk about us if we do. You know what? You give it to us for free, we'll talk about you. Uh, they technically gave one of them for free. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why I said the beginning part of your name. <laughs> So because and so it's something different all the time. Yes, which is great. So what is it today? All right. So we are drinking um, another Cabernet Sauvignon uh, because that's mostly mostly what I drink. But this is an Urban Barn. I don't know what Urban Barn is, so I'll just read. I, I was reading the back of the label a minute ago, yeah. and it was making me laugh. Like all right, so here somewhere we go. between the country and the city. <clears throat> On the cusp between city and country lies the Urban Barn, Rust, rustic yet chic. These barns were once used for cattle and horses. Now they are built and contain barrel and fermentation equipment. Yeah, and lofts that are too expensive for anyone to live in. <laughs> this is the new barn, the winery, the urban barn. So there you go. So apparently this was made next to some cow shit and pig shit. Um, <laughs> does it taste like it? It sure does. Oh, no, does I'm just it? kidding. Oh. No, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it, th- I, I, honestly, this is probably the best of their... 2021 vineyards. <laughs> now, it's a fine red wine. Um, I'm not a fancy girl. I don't need fancy wines. Is that fancy? No, that's what I'm saying. I don't oh, need okay. fancy. Oh. <laughs> I'm not a fancy oh, girl. Oh, I thought you were saying you didn't like it because it's too fancy. Oh, no, 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 no. I This this works just well for me. It's good. It's going to get me drunk. I don't know if by the, other, the end of this episode or the end of this evening, but at some point today, tonight, I will be drunk. <laughs> so what was your week like, Jeremy? What'd you do? All right. My week. My every time you say that, for some reason I flash back to that scene in Steel Magnolias when Julia Roberts is talking about her wedding. My wedding. <laughs> um it was uh, it was good. Uh last week I uh it was the thirteenth annual. I want to make sure I get the full name right. The 13th annual Veterans Affairs Healthcare Services LGBTQ plus Pride Month celebration. Um, so the VA here in Orlando for 13 years um, has been celebrating Pride, um, which is a huge surprise to a lot of people because, uh, f- uh, for better or for worse, the VA has a very conservative um, view by a lot. Of actually, do a Pride event, but uh, they did one on Friday, and not only did they do one at the Orlando VA Medical Center. Um, it was really well attended. I'm talking like maybe 150, 200 people passed through. Uh, oh, really? It was crowded as heck. Um, but uh, can I ask a question yeah. about what is the who 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 tables the, these events? Tabling meaning who goes yeah, or who puts it together? Who, well, like who? So Watermark has a table. Who yes. else is there? Um, everybody basically that you would expect to see at like a pride event. The center's there. Um, the sheriff's office is there. Um, Zebra was there. Um, all the kind of people you see out in the community at usual Pride events. But what uh, makes it kind of extra special is representatives from different offices of the VA come. So it's kind of split in the middle. In the front is all the local uh, organizations. And then 
uh, in the back half is all of the VA representatives, uh, mental health services, um, you know, primary care, uh, all the different uh, well-being services. And they all table and, and give out rainbow paraphernalia. Um, and uh, it's a good time. It was, that makes it sound dirty. I know. It makes it sound like they're giving out drugs. It is, uh, it is a hospital, but they don't. Paraphernalia. Um, I like those. Did you uh, say sandwich clips? Sandwich clips for little oh, chip clips. Um, because do you like, is there a need to bag a sandwich, <laughs> then clip it shut and put it on the side of the fridge? Do you hang your chips no, on the side of the would, fridge? They wouldn't fit. Um, I thought that, no, yeah. back in the olden days, um, sandwich bags did not have the little zips on them. They just folded down. Because you're like looking at me like, do you hang your chips on the side of the fridge, you idiot? And I'm like, oh yeah. No, you bad. just hang the clips there until you use them. Uh, anyway, so they give a bunch of stuff. You got clips. Um, That's a good giveaway. Um, first aid kits. I got quite a few little first aid kits, which were, which were good. I got a little mini flashlight from this lady who was at a table next to me. Lots of candy, lots of candy, which is not a good idea because the VA does not offer dental services. So <laughs> maybe stop giving away so much candy. And since the cost of insulin has come so far down, oh well, then what's the what's the joy in giving out candy? Yeah. Uh, but it's a, it's a really good time. The Orlando Gay Chorus came. They sang. Um, There's a few speakers. So what's the age range of people who visit it? So I'm I'm assuming that this is there so that. Uh, military members, former military, can go yes. and learn about the gay. Learn uh, about the gay or be, if you are a v gay vet, wow. then um, to get uh, the support that you were looking for. Um, the, the tables, obviously, because it's a Pride event, are all geared toward um, the inclusivity at the different uh, various offices of the VA. Um, so, yeah, yeah, just to encourage gays to, to use the services that are there for them. Um, Carrie Griffin, who is the uh, LGBTQ plus veteran care program coordinator uh, for the VA um, has been doing uh, uh, a really great job over there. She's been there for years and uh, does rainbow hair every year uh, in honor of the gays. She does rainbow everything. Yes, she is rainbow obsessed. Head to toe. Yes. Um, but yeah, it was a really great event. Had a lot of fun. Um, gave away two stacks, uh, two bundles of papers for Watermark um, within like an hour. So I called it early. I was like, I, I told Carrie, I was like, ah, I got no more papers. No reason for me to be here. Looks nice to hear that people that go to the VA can read. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> www.com at Watermark Online. No, what is the email address? Oh, wow. You know, are you still in your first class? Yeah. They're big glasses. They are big glasses. A lot of wine fits in that glass. I watched you I watched you pour it. It was like clunk, clunk. But uh, it is online.com. There you go. So any of the vets who didn't like that comment, <laughs> feel free to email him at that email address. I just, I joke, I joke. Because Pride events, which there's probably about 13 million of them in the month of June that we go to, it's always, it's always interesting to me. When you're tabling an event in Starmark, um, which if you're listening and you don't know what, what that is, it's uh, Tampa Bay and Central Florida's LGBTQ news source. Yes, it is Central Florida and Tampa Bay's LGBT news source. You're right. Yes, it is both of them. <laughs> However you say it, <laughs> whichever you pour. You know what's funny? Because I've been doing events in Tampa Bay, and it depends on wherever I am. It's like, you know, entertainers. It's, you know, they got to come out and say, hey, how you doing, Orlando, or wherever they yeah. are. So wherever I am is what I put first. And yeah. since I've been yeah. in Tampa Bay so much recently, it just popped into my head that way. It just sounds weird to me, not because I live in Central Florida and not Tampa Bay, but because it's not alphabetized. It just—it sounds weird if it's not alpha, uh, in alphabetic order to me. Is That's it anything. weird to you when we advertise this podcast that we're like, why and why not with your host Rick and Jeremy? Yes, because J becomes before <laughs> R. It just sounds weird to me. Not, it's, I, I have a weird brain that likes things to be in order in... Uh, uh, progression of numbers or letters, as the alphabet says they should be. Um, okay. But I, I was saying, like, it's interesting to me when we're at a booth and somebody comes up and they're like, hey, what's, what's Watermark? And I'm like, well, you know, where Central Florida, where Tampa Bay is, LGBTQ news source. And they, their reaction sometimes is hilarious to me because they're like, oh, how nice. For you, like, Aww. as if to say, you gays read. Oh, how lovely! You've got a cute little paper all to yourself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I bet you have little gay restaurants too. And little... <clears throat> and it's funny because for as long as we've both been doing it, um, it still surprises me when I see the issue 
out and about, like if it's not in like a stand, like if I go to the center, I'm not surprised to see copies of Watermark, but if I'm like out and about away from like the center of Orlando, um, for instance, this past weekend, I moved out recently down near uh, UCF and I don't have a washer and dryer yet. So I have to use laundry mats, which I hate. I hate using laundromats. Jeremy, what is going on in your life, man? <laughs> I know, right? Uh, I'm in a transition period. I will have a washer and dryer um, in August. They are currently at another house. You can't you can't find cold air in this city. No. Oh, Lord. Um, but anyway, until August, when I get my, my uh, uh, washer and dryer, I have to go to laundromats. And I was sitting in the laundromat waiting for my clothes to, 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 to wash. And uh, they have a little magazine spindle thing when you enter the door. With copies of Watermark on it. Oh, how awesome. And, Wait, uh, over on like the east side? Yeah. It's called College Laundry. And there huh. was about six copies in this little spindle thing. And one sitting on top of one of the washers. Somebody was reading it while they did their laundry. I'm so glad that you have to go to a laundromat so you can tell that story. I yeah. love it. And it's fantastic. Um, so I didn't read it because I had already read the issue. <laughs> but you know what I did? And I don't know if anybody else who uh, goes to laundromats does this or if it's just me. Uh, but I am mesmerized by clothes turning in a washing machine that's uh, not not a top load, but like a side load. And <laughs> You said side load. <laughs> <laughs> but I sat there. The, somebody came up and asked me if I was okay because I apparently was completely mesmerized just watching the clothes turn and turn, mixing mm -hmm. with the water and the soap, and it just like put me in a trance. So they asked to buy drugs off of you. <laughs> <laughs> they said, are you this gay in this magazine? Um, Did they really? No, they didn't. Oh. <laughs> that would have been hilarious. Um, but yeah, so uh, that was my week, uh, hanging out at the VA, and then uh, and then watching clothes tumble in a washer. How was your week? Probably more exciting than mine. It was, no, I mean, I I love, you know, I joke about like what's going on with life with the your life with the laundromat. Um, but it reminds me of my childhood. I used to go to the laundromat with my mom all the time. Sometimes, like, would, she would take me out of school and we would just do laundry all day. Um, but, you know, good memories hanging out with my mom. Yeah, come by if you ever want to relive those memories. Um, the, it's a 24 hour laundromat. So there's nobody manning it. It's all, you know, electronic, you know, everything's, you know, uh, use your cards or whatever on the machine. They have video games in them? They do not. They do have two vending machines one is for drinks and one is filled with soaps. Well, that's kind of a game. Um, and they have a TV. And both times I've been there so far, um, as my clothes were washing, um, homeless people came in and hung out there. And one had a lovely conversation with me. He came and sat and he goes, hello, young man. And I said, young man, sit, sir. Oh. Tell me more things about myself. <laughs> what? Was it the guy from One Magical Weekend? No. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding, because that's what he always says. Um, no, no, no. It was an older man. Um, he was carrying his bags with him. Um, I, he homeless and uh we chatted up a little bit did he say hey young man are you the guy in this paper <laughs> um so yeah so it, it was a good time you should come next time i do laundry <laughs> life-changing experience another sort of um mostly tampa bay week for me uh but monday was was a big day we, we went to the pulse memorial after we yes. recorded last episode episode 21 yes um <laughs> which i don't recommend to our listeners that they get drunk on wine and then go to a memorial. I don't know that those two things mix too well. Uh, but it was it was beautiful. The, yes. the service was great. It was Steinmetz uh, at Dr. Phil's Performing Arts Center, which is a new theater in this uh, Performing Arts Center, and it's just stunning. Yes. It's beautiful to see. Uh, and, the, and the service was great. So it's, it's yes, uh, there's maybe it was just me, or maybe you know I had had a few drinks. Was it warm in there? It was very warm, <laughs> but there also seemed to be a lot more emphasis on the religious aspect of things. Um, I think that's the most I've heard Jesus said at the podium from a Pulse event. So yeah, I think that's pretty that's pretty common in memorials. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just this is the seventh one, and this is the first time I heard. So much Jesus. Yeah. Not that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of Jesus out there. A lot of Jesus to be, to, you know, to discuss. Uh, just, so uh, I was, I was thrown off by it. I didn't expect <laughs> so much. There was a lot, but there was also a lot. There was more of a focus on the people that um, were affected uh, by by the shooting. I, I felt yeah. like there was a, there was a lot more involvement of 
um, college uh, scholarship recipients. Yeah, they um, did that. I, I did like that part. They had college recipient or re- recipients of the college scholarships through uh, One Pulse introduced. And a lot of family members were involved in uh, poetry reading, dance, singing, all kinds of different different things. So it was mm-hmm. a it was just a it was a wonderful celebration of life through the eyes of the victims' families. It seemed like to me. Yeah, and yeah, I like yeah. that a lot. <clears throat> Uh, and obviously, I think uh, anybody who's listening who is from Orlando knows all the uh, the drama that is going on right now with Pulse, where the memorial's not going to be there. Um, so um, I thought that uh, I thought the service of not lingering on that aspect. They I think, didn't. I think so too. Yeah. And, and to be honest, I wish that a lot of people in the community would as well. <laughs> I'm just. Just gonna say, like, I mean, at least for the memorial, you yeah. know, it's just gossip and rumors and people talking and in the background. It's like, let's do, let's do the right thing what, that we can do, and let's let's celebrate the, the people uh, that we need to celebrate and and move on. And uh, not so much of the gossipy behind the scenes. So Indeed. I won't say anything because I don't like gossip. Yes. However, I do. So send your <laughs> gossip to <laughs> WWN. <laughs> At watermark.com, and uh, let's talk about it. I guess I should have said, I, I, I love gossip. I just don't <laughs> like gossip about the city that I'm in. So, you know, we could gossip about, you know, Texas. <laughs> we could gossip about other places, you know, but it just, you know, you got you to gotta go see these people the next Pride event. You don't want to gossip about them, right? And maybe we do. I don't know. Go ahead and email me, WWN at watermarkonline.com, if it's okay to gossip about you. All right. Moving past Monday, how was the rest uh, of your week? How can we? We didn't get to your birthday. Oh, I don't that's know if everybody knows this, but Jeremy has, um, Jeremy's birthday is June 12th. Yes. I think and we mentioned that last episode. Yeah. That, uh, yeah. So I was born on June 12th, 19-something. <laughs> right. I mean, I don't think we told the whole story about that day, uh, where we were and what we did. But, you know, it was, we just had this... Obviously, we had this huge um, celebration planned that was sort of the celebration that would never be uh, because tragedy struck and it was terrible and awful. And every, you know, every birthday, this is just something that that we go through. But we do are able to carve out a little bit of time uh, to celebrate with you. And so we went to dinner. We did. We did. I I was never a big – I mean, I was when I was a kid, obviously. I think all kids celebrate their birthdays. But as I got older, I'm not a big birthday guy. I'm not somebody who has to take the day off. And go on a three-day drinking binge. Um, no, no disrespect <laughs> to anybody who does. I'm just not that guy. So, um, on in 2016, um, a bunch of us from from work and some uh, other friends um, were going to go to dinner and then go to see a movie. And then we have. Do this... you remember what movie we were gonna see? I can't remember the name of it, but it was the movie with Julia Roberts and George Clooney where um, a uh, gunman um, breaks into a TV station and holds them hostage. But I can't remember the name of it. George Clooney in that? Yeah, it's George Clooney and Julia Roberts. But because it took so long to get a table. Yeah, they don't take reservations at at this Cheesecake Factory. Oh, I guess. Oh. Send us Allegedly. money now. <laughs> or or keep, gift cards. Keep your money. Send us cheesecake. Um, so it took forever to get in and get sat and get our food. Yeah. So we ended up missing that time. So um, I suggested <laughs> we see a little movie called The Lobster. And if you're not familiar with Classic. that movie, Oscar you're lucky. Um, but it's the difference between seeing, I think, like a 90-minute movie is what the Julia Roberts and George Clooney one. And a four-hour And this movie. was like a two-and-a-half, I think almost three-hour movie um, that we didn't realize that until we got there and sat down. Uh, look, I know that we don't want to get too in the weeds with this, but if you, The Lobster is about this place like that single people go to, and it's your last chance to match up with somebody. And if you don't match up with somebody, you turn into an animal yeah. of your choosing. Yes. And this dude chose a lobster. Yes. And this movie was terrible. How can that premise create such a terrible movie? Because it's such an interesting premise. And didn't he have a dog that was his brother? <laughs> yes, his brother, brother was a dog. Anyway, the movie's all yeah. We'll uh, we'll what, do what, an episode in the future on the lobster. What's that movie? What's the ne- What's the sequel? The dog and the lobster hang out. How's that gonna work? Well, you, spoiler: it... he doesn't become the lobster. Him and his girlfriend run away, 
and she loses her eyes. Okay, anyway, it's it's so crazy. Anyway, it went so long um, that our friend who uh, went to dinner in the movie with us uh, is somebody who frequented Pulse, went to Pulse every weekend. On on, on Saturday night. On Saturday nights, yeah. And uh, because we kept him at dinner for like three hours and then at a three-hour movie, he was trying to make last call and actually got turned away by a police officer. Well, I feel like what we were, we were, there was the thought process that we would all go out after the movie. Yeah. Uh, but then the movie was so late, we just went back to my we house. We just went back, yeah. And we watched, uh, we made him watch it and the band played on because he had never seen it. Yeah. Which is a great birthday movie to watch, right? Absolutely. But he left sometime he during left, that movie. He left around, yeah, right, right around two. He was going to try to make last call. Um, so, um, so, yeah, that, uh, that uh, was my birthday then. And uh, it's been and a. That's your birthday now. It is. I mean, it still is my birthday, um, but uh, it is a much more um, low key affair. Um, at the time, because uh, we went to dinner in the movie June eleventh that night, and then that Sunday, um, we were going to have a party at Rick's house. Um, they had gotten a cake, a big cake with my face on it and everything. I'm so proud of that cake. Too. And because uh, I was <laughs> because it was. I know you hate this. I didn't hate this photo, but it was a photo of you laughing and smiling when you, when you and your braces were sticking out. Yeah. So it was just that picture, and it just said, Ermagerd, it's my birthday. Uh, if anybody loved it. If anybody is friends with me on Facebook, that photo is on my Facebook page. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Should we put it on our Facebook page? I, I'll, I'll look for it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have it. Um, anyway, so, yeah, maybe we'll upload it onto our Facebook page at Wine, Why Not, and you can take a look at what I look like with braces on. Um Looking back now, I look like a baby in that photo. Uh, anyway, so yeah, so, um, yeah, so we, that did, was... we did that. We went to dinner on Monday, yeah. um, which was great. We had some Mexicans. It, it, was, it was good. And Tex-Mex. I did not realize that the restaurant, we got there at like 8.30, right? Mm-hmm. And it, I didn't realize it closed at 9. Yeah. Yeah. So what's the... So we were those people. Yeah, we, were, that, we didn't realize until 9.15 we were those people because... Because they practically were turning the chairs upside down on the table, and then that's when we noticed they had done everything else that they could to get us to move along. Yeah. And I, I just, I mean, what's the etiquette there? Like, is it okay to go to a restaurant at eight thirty? I mean, we were already there. If I had known they closed at nine, I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have rolled else. over there at eight thirty. Yeah, we'd have gone somewhere else. Um, as somebody who, uh, my whole family is restaurant workers, and I've worked in restaurants most of my life until I joined the service. And I hate people like us. <laughs> people who go into a restaurant the last 30 minutes before they close uh, are usually, we. I thought we were pretty good, um, but are usually very bossy and very annoying and just sit there for hours uh, with their entitledness, sipping away on their drinks. Now, I can get, I can get that, right? I can understand that. Like, they could say when you sit down, they can say, hey, the kitchen closes at this time, so we need to get your orders in. And that will give people the hint. But what I, as a consumer, what annoys me is if I go to a place, say it's like a frozen yogurt place, and I go there and like all the, and it's like 20 minutes before it closes. I mean, that's an in and out kind of a place. And when you go there and right before it closes or 20 minutes before it closes and everything's covered and they're like, oh, well, we don't have this and this and this and this. It's like, I'm pretty sure you're scheduled to clean this up after 10 yeah, I mean, I, the way I look at it is they may have just been dead, particularly if it's a uh, Monday or Tuesday. I get it. They've been dead for three hours, and they're like, let's just go. And then after three hours of nothing, somebody walks in, and they want some weird, odd yogurt flavor that nobody ever gets. <laughs> and they're like, oh, hold on, I've got to reassemble that machine. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I've seen it. I know that. I, I witness it sometimes in our own office at 4.59 and 59 <laughs> seconds. That it turns into a ghost town. Uh, bless your heart for saying that. <laughs> you know, at four fifty, they're all gone. <laughs> I think it was. I think it was four forty nine today. Yeah, uh, it's funny because I'll go out to like you know because it just. I, and I imagine this is how parents feel. I'll be working in my office, and then it'll be just too quiet. And it's like, mm, what are they getting into? <laughs> it's way too quiet out there. And I go out there, and the lights are all off. Everybody's gone. I'm like. Mm. Look at the time. It ain't five o'clock yet. Um, <laughs> well, last time we last time we talked, we talked about Sebring Pride. Yes. And so I just want to give a quick shout out to to Polk Pride. It was last Saturday, and I went uh, to that. Yes. And it was it was a great time. It's it's always one of the watermark favorites, right? For whatever reason, Polk Pride is one of the ones everybody likes to go to. Not this year. 
but it is yeah. typically one um, of the ones everybody likes to go to because uh, it's in a really nice park and and it's crowded, it's packed. The community there loves this event. Um, they love Watermark. When we go there, they're very interested. We handed out so many papers, and I forgot the bags, and people didn't care. They took a paper and three guides, just handed oh, to them, and we gave a lot of it away. It was it was really great. It is it is uh, it must be Lakeland's rainy season because every time I go, it downpours. Yeah, and mm-hmm. um, as soon as we got the booth the booth set up, sideways rain. It's Terrible. Crazy. Then it cleared up. I but. love Polk Pride. I hate getting to Polk Pride because that drive, and I know what you're gonna say. I do it all the time. I know you do. And do you know what I and and it and do? You know what you're gonna say when yeah. I say that? It's not a competition, Rick. It is. <laughs> uh, that's my favorite tagline for uh, every every time somebody says, "Oh, well, I do this." I tell my mother. I've told my mother that we were. <laughs> this is how old I am. Uh, I was talking about um, how I hate taking pills every day, and she's like. I take like 15 pills a day. I was like, it's not a competition, Mom. <laughs> Didn't you get that from her? <laughs> I thought you uh, told what, me you got it from her. Um, that, I mean, it's probably something she says. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. That, that if you're to... listening, Mom, email us at watermarkonline.com and tell us, did you used to say that? I think you did. You know, it's not a, it, it's, it's equal distance, is it not? What's to, the, for, from, from St. Pete and Orlando to. To Lakeland? To, to um, Park in Lakeland. I think it depends on the time of day. Um, but it, the last time I went to Polk Pride, it took me two and a half hours. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. The, Dis- the Disney traffic area is, uh, particularly on the weekends, it's oh, you ungodly. Gotta, yeah, you got to beat that before 9 a.m. Yeah. Uh, and, and so, yeah, if you're going there, if your boost shifts early, it's pretty easy. I mean, I had to set it up by 9 a.m., so it's breeze right through. Anyway, it's, it's a great time. It really is, and the it's just it's so it's a quaint little town, a little like where it is. It just looks like a, like a Hallmark movie is made there, and it's great. Now I will point out, is it okay to say that it's okay for us to say the f word, right? I'm not going to right now, but I might have to later. Okay, because I'm going to quote somebody later. <gasps> oh, now I'm, I'm intrigued by this story. <laughs> um, but there were protesters there, and here's the thing about protest. I, I get the. Is it that they assume that if you have a child at a Pride event that you've already given up on that child so they can say whatever they want in front of them? Is that their mentality? Because this guy was screaming F-bomb, not like the the word your mom doesn't like, but the word that we were called as children. Well, I don't think my mom likes that word either. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like she says, don't say the F word, but if you want to say the other F word, I'm fine with that. Um, I don't think she likes either F word. Yeah, I can, I can understand that. So, but they're just screaming this. There's this guy, and sadly, he was like, "cute," screaming. Ah, uh, that's the f word at all of us. Not that anybody should be screaming it, but I mean, at least be ugly if you're gonna hate people. There was a guy there that was um, walking around. This is kind of a funny story because we have a new employee um, who is uh, a straight guy, young, nineteen, nineteen, six foot four. This is deep his, voice, very deep voice. Six foot, this is his very first Pride event. And Ryan comes over and whispers to me, and he says, Ari's trying to give a paper to the protesters. (laughs) There was a guy (laughs) who had this, like, you're going to burn in hell shirt on. And and Ari's, like, describing the paper to him. And he's, like, you guys sit there. And I just started laughing. And I did not handle this protester very well because he got – then he kind of got up and everything. He's, like, I don't – I was, like – I. He said he didn't want a paper, and I was like, all right, well, have a nice day. And he's like, I don't have to leave. I'm not in your space. And then he kept going, and I, I'm almost as mature as I can be sometimes. I so badly wanted to say, homo says what? <laughs> and just keep doing that to him, because it would have driven him crazy. Um, but, you know. You know, after hearing that story, first, I'm very sad I didn't go to Polk Pride. Secondly, you're probably very happy I didn't go to Polk Pride because I'd be in prison right now. Well, not prison, just the local nah, county jail. You'd be out on bail by now. <laughs> hey, what a great story we'd have to tell. <laughs> What'd you do this weekend? Got arrested. <laughs> Sorry, Ma. Uh, man, I've been there. Uh, <laughs> um, so let's talk what it, what we, something that we both did. When we, did, when we decided what we wanted to talk about for this episode, we yes. decided to talk about 
Which one are we talking about? The first? Flash. The Flash. <gasps> oh, the Flash. Now tell everybody why we consider why we're talking about. Okay, this. so we uh, talk about queer stuff. So why? Are we yes. Talking about so the Flash um, stars Ezra Miller as um, Barry Allen, who is AKA the Flash. Um, so Ezra Miller uh, uses they them pronouns. Um, I thought identified as non-binary, but in preparing for our chat today, I did a little research on him or them, and uh, they don't identify as anything. Um, they're just, they don't believe in gender. So they use they, them pronouns. For a long time, they used whatever pronouns people wanted to use for them. He, she, they, them, whatever, but settled on they, them. Um, so we decided to talk about this movie, partly because Ezra Miller um, uses they, them pronouns, but also to kind of talk about um, whether it was okay to see this movie or not. And with all of the, um, uh, particularly since uh, the Me Too movement with Kevin Spacey, what happened with him and what happened with, um, uh, oh, what is Brian uh, Brian Singer? Oh, yeah. Um, with, uh, you know, these people who have made movies and TV shows that we really liked, um, is it okay to go see the art if the artist, uh, for lack of a better term, is a dirtbag? Allegedly. 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 So let's talk about let's talk about Flash. The movie in general. Okay. For a second. So let Ezra Ezra Miller. Ezra Miller, yes. Like, why is he he's hot, right? They. They are they hot. Are, sorry. Oh, they are attractive. They're me being dumb. They um I can see both sides. I mean, you can look at them and think, you know, they have a very odd way that they carry themselves, which can be attractive to some, and to some, it's just very off-putting. Um, did you see the photos of them at the premiere of The Flash? No. You should Google that. Um, um, I thought they looked very attractive, but they have a very quirky kind of uh, style about them that is not to everyone's liking. Yeah, I mean, is it is it is it a bad boy persona? I don't. I don't know what what it is about them, but there's they they just have this quality. Well, even before all this craziness, I always thought Ezra Miller was attractive. So it's not the the bad boy aspect for me or the crazy aspect for me. Um, but um, so yeah, so uh, the movie itself. Um, I know you're not as big of a superhero guy that as I am, particularly DC. I was raised DC. Um, particularly Batman. Batman is my my jam. You talking about the white jacket? Where he's got the they've got the long hair. Yeah, they got the, the long hair and the jacket. Yeah. yeah, looks good. You dig that? Yeah, that, that, I'm that, all right with that. That's your style. Is that is that um, their hair? Or yes. Is that, like extensions. I uh, well, I mean, I don't know them personally, so I can't <laughs> I can't confirm or deny whether that's their real hair or not. Yeah. But. Um, I mean, sure. I mean, he, they look like they can grow long hair. We'll throw a picture on our Facebook page. This is my new thing. I just, I'm always like, oh, we'll put a picture up on our Facebook page. Yes. We'll put a bunch look of for a there. picture of Ezra Miller at the Flash premiere and me uh, eating cake and braces. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the, here's my impression of this, right? I'm a, I am not a, a, a fan of what I will call comic book movies. Yes. You know, I'm sure there is some other way to call them that, but... Uh, no, I, I was at some point in my life. I remember watching Superman movies as a kid, and I loved Superman movies. I love Superman movies. I love all the Star Trek movies. So I kind of I Star Trek wasn't like wasn't they're a not cartoon. superheroes. They're not superheroes. It's not a cartoon. It's just nerdy stuff that I was like really into at some point yeah. in my life. And um, so at some point it stopped. And I don't know why. I, I was never really a Marvel comic person. Like, the, the superheroes in Marvel comics, I didn't really care about. Mm -hmm. um, but the Marvel movies are really good. So some like of them, the, yes. Some of them, yeah. Like, all the Guardians. Guardians of the Galaxy is, like, my yes. speed. That is my favorite of these. Well, you're probably going to like the upcoming slate of DC movies in 2025, because uh, the entire DC universe is now being helmed by James Gunn, who did the Guardians of the Galaxy movies. Oh, good, because whoever's been doing them needs to stop. Ooh, and careful. You're going to get the Snyderverse boys after you. Uh, and that, I mean, is, is that okay? It, it's fine. I mean, you could, I, I mean, the internet has hated me before. I don't think that I would really, I mean, if, if, if somebody... If, if it's a taste in a show and you want to attack somebody for their taste in a show, then have at it. But mm -hmm. I just think that those movies are so dark. You know, they're mm -hmm. filmed dark. And if that's your jam, love it. Take it. But I kind of like like the bright colors and the 
in, in a more realistic setting. I know, it's silly. I like my superheroes to be a little more realistic. But DC Comics was always my favorite growing up. Yeah. Like um, Aquaman um, and Superman was yeah. absolutely my favorite. But I used to have all those. Were Underwears a thing when you were a kid? Yes. I had Superman and Aquaman. I had, all, I had them all. Um, yeah, Superman and, and Aquaman are both good. Um, I am more of a Batman and Wonder Woman kind of guy. Um, Batman is absolutely far and away the best did superhero you, ever. Did you have Wonder Woman under you? I did not. I had Batman, um, and I had all the Batman action figures, but I really dug... Um, I used to watch the reruns of the Linda Hamilton, not Linda Hamilton, Linda Carter, uh, Wonder Woman show, uh, and I really dug that. Um, I just really, I'm, I also kind of like Greek mythology when I was a kid, so there's a lot of Greek mythology tied in with the Amazon, the Amazon, uh, the yeah, Amazonians. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I liked Wonder Woman too. I was all about the League of Justice. This is Justice, Justice League. League. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I, I mean, I'm, I'm sure that's a joke that was in the movie, right? Somebody said, "Oh, it's like a League of Justice," and they're like, "Well, really, the Justice League." I don't recall. It was a thing. I mean, you may have been napping during that part. It was a long movie. It was. Very long movie. I get this. This is my takeaway from it, right? The Flash is the Spider-Man of DC Comics. That's a, that's a pretty good analogy. Yes, he is usually the lighthearted one. Now, I will say... Um, also, the, like the kid that people don't really take seriously. Yeah, yeah. Uh, however, in the comics, uh, kind of tied in the Justice League thing, he's in. The, he's not that young. He's not a kid. He's a he's a grown up. Um, but he's a lot more slapsticky in this movie and in the. This is part of the Snyder verse. Um, he's just a little too slapsticky for me. Um, he's uh, not see, that I way in the comics it. and the cartoon. Um, same thing with Aquaman. He's very comical bro. Um, the Aquaman of the of the of the uh, comics is not that way, um, so it's just it's a little off putting for me. Um, obviously, the best parts of this movie are with Batman. Um, yeah, I mean uh, they were. I mean that was a that was definitely a throwback to to the to the shows that I watch. I mean somewhere around. I mean who was it when when. Um, Chris O'Donnell was in it. Was that Batman and Forever and Batman and Robin? And that was that was the Clooney, Clooney and the Val Kilmer okay. Batman. So uh, I, Batman. So Clooney was the last Batman I saw. Okay, you never saw the Dark Knight trilogy? Well, right. I mean, I you just said it, Dark Knight, and I said that these movies are too dark. <laughs> I just don't like that kind of film quality. I just it's not it's not a thing. Like Sin City is not a show I watched. It's just not some that whole and it's so CGI. Like, it just doesn't even seem real. So it, I, I just don't. I'm not a fan of it. Well, but I do like the the quippy little humor. So, like, please don't destroy me because I do like that. Um, yeah, the Dark Knight is not all CGI. The Dark Knight trilogy is the most realistic of all the superhero movies. And that's what oh, they're kind of known like, for. It's so, but it's just this it's gritty. crappy, yes. rundown. That's a good word for it. It's, it's just gritty. too gritty. Um, it's like they they said, hey, you know, it's it's complete darkness in Alaska for six months out of the year. Let's go film there. And complete darkness. That's my yeah. impression of it. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you only saw the trailers. <laughs> There's a, a lot of the movie is not completely dark. There's some during the also, daytime. I'm going to, uh, like, I'm just, people are just not like me. I have a lot of very unpopular opinions because of how little I care about comic book movies, but I don't consider Batman a real superhero because he Why? doesn't have any powers other than gadgets, right? There's a lot of Iron Man doesn't have superpowers. Do you consider that a superhero movie? I don't like him yet. <laughs> anyway, we're going to move on right past that. Um so yeah, I mean, he's a member of the Justice League, and he's one of the oldest, technically, if you want to get technical about it, Marvel is the only one in the comics allowed to be called superheroes. They have a trademark. So the other ones are just heroes. Um, Marvel uh, has trademarks, the word superheroes. Trademarks. So um, so yeah, the anybody who's familiar with the comics, um, uh, most of the Flash movie is based off of the Flashpoint uh, miniseries that was in the comics where Barry goes back to try to save his mother, uh, goes back in time. He can travel through time using the speed force, yada, yada, yada. Um, and it throws everything out of whack. Yeah, which is, was another like, sort of Spider-Man kind of 
parallel, right? Spider-Man destroyed the multiverse. Yes, the, the multiverse is very popular with films right now. You have the animated Spider, Spider-Man films. You have the live-action Spider-Man films. You have everything everywhere all at once that just won the Oscar. Does it make you think that they all know something we don't know? And they're just trying to ease us into this concept um, that there actually are multiple universes? I mean, there's there, obviously there's scientific theories out there, people who believe in this kind of multiverse uh, thing. I just think it's, I think it lends itself to comic books um, for the uh, fantasticalness of it um, and the possibility of stories. However, I will say, um, while it is very popular right now, particularly with Spider-Man films, Flashpoint did come out um, like 15 years ago, the comic books, and multiverse has been a part of both DC and Marvel for decades. Um, so it's not something Spider-Man started. Um, I know that <laughs> I know that everybody loves Spider-Man, and I do too. No. So what you're telling me is that Spider-Man is Marvel's Flash instead of Flash's. I DC mean, if you're going Spider-Man. back to who's who came out first, yes. The Flash came out long before Spider-Man did. Oh, excuse me. But did you, um, now this is real lowbrow. I get mm-hmm. that. But did you happen to see or pay attention to his his suit? Did I pay attention? Yeah, I've seen this. Are you talking about his crotch? Were you looking at yeah. his crotch? I mean, there's that which which didn't look like the crotch of like other superheroes that seemed to have some sort of codpiece effect to it. There, this one didn't. Mm-hmm. But now, if you go to the backside of that, did it seem? Did you, you not didn't notice that like it's just full crack, like it just goes right into the yes. Middle? The whole point of his suit being skin tight is that it's more aerodynamic because he runs really fast. So yes, it's 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 suctioned to his ass. It is suctioned to his entire ass. There's a lot of crap. And I'm assuming because of the aerodynamics of it, you want to go faster, his codpiece is flatter because he probably tucks it. It helps him to run faster. <laughs> all of that makes sense. It's just something that I thought, oh, that's not something you see all the time. Like you see a lot of superheroes in these, well, or just, you know, heroes. I don't mean just heroes. They're equally valuable. Um, that the, it's just weird because it just, Skin tight, it went right down the middle. Yeah, it did. However, I will say... I wasn't complaining. Maybe because I'm more invested in the story portion of this, did not pay attention to the sexualization of Ezra Miller in the Flash suit. (laughs) Well, Um, But I did notice the ass crack. This is Freaky Friday, because that is totally something I was sure you would see. Mm. Um, You know, as somebody who doesn't watch, uh, who, who doesn't know anything about the origins of any of this, um, I really liked the movie. Um, yeah, I... I don't think that it mattered um, that I hadn't seen most of the... I guess it doesn't matter that I hadn't seen Batman since George Clooney, because that's kind of where they stopped coming back. Yeah, a spoiler alert for those who haven't seen the movie yet. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of cameos in it, one of them being George Clooney, who was Batman uh, in 97. Um, yeah, I... When I walked out, this movie is batshit crazy. Um, it's just all over the place, and it's crazy. The opening scene with the babies flying out of the I building was nuts. Um, the more I sat with the movie, the more I liked it. Um, but it is definitely all over the place. I'll tell you what. If you put a comical falling dog during the credits of any movie, I will sit and watch all the credits. That dog was heaven to me. The whole that whole thing was funny. I I thought it was really good. I don't think, and, and you know, I'm sure that there are people who watch it and were like really cool, like what I call like nerdgasms over things that, um, you know, that I didn't know were part of this whole multiverse, whatever. Um, but for me, I thought it was great. I'm not sad at all that I went to go see it. I really liked it. Do you want to know what you want to talk about their Rotten Tomatoes ratings? Um, sure, sure. Um, I'm going to say, I know that the critics didn't hate it, but we're not kind. So I'm going to go like down the middle, like 67 and audiences. It's really depends on who made it to Rotten Tomatoes. If the, the Zack Snyder, uh, fanboys made it, then it's probably in the nineties. If the Marvel fanboys made it there, it's probably in the sixties, maybe even lower, but I will go, 
Um, I'll say but a little bit of column A, a little column B. So I'm going to say um, 86. Um, I am... I, I can't believe that you don't look at these. You said 67. 67 for the... For 66. The, oh, is it, yeah, that makes sense. And then you said 86. 86. For the fans. It's 85. Really? Yes. <laughs> well done, Jeremy. Thank you. Way to go, Marvel fanboys and DC fanboys for both bombing Rotten Tomatoes. And I will say this. Um, the movie is not as good as the DC fanboys are telling you it is, and it is not as bad as the Marvel fanboys are telling you it is. So go see it. It's worth seeing it. It's worth seeing it. If you, particularly if you are invested, and I get why a lot of people, this movie, they announced um, the opening weekend. It made $55.1 which is considered really low for a movie of this caliber. They put like $300 million into making this movie. Movies along this line, Wonder Woman opened with 103, Batman vs. Superman opened with 166 million, so it's low considering that. But this is kind of the leftovers of the Snyderverse before James Gunn picks it up in 2025. So um, these are kind of throwaway movies, so I don't think a lot yeah. of people are going to go see them, but you should. It's, it's a fun movie. So what do you think? Uh, we'll spend a couple minutes on this because I know we have other things we want to talk about too, but what do you think about... What, what you were talking about before we got into the nitty-gritty of the movie and talked way too much about um, So to what extent does an actor's life outside of a project matter when it comes to seeing the movie? Um, you know, in all honesty, it depends on the person. It depends how much you're willing to look the other way. We've talked about this with, when it comes to boycotts. Um, and I wrote this down because um, uh, I've heard somebody say this once, uh, and I find it not only meaningful in boycotting, but in this separation of art and the artist, um, you are only as outraged to the point that it doesn't inconvenience you. And if you are somebody who is a DC fanboy and you were like, you know, I've been waiting to see this movie. I love Batman. I love The Flash. I love all things DC. You're going to look the other way, regardless of what the actors did. So is there something that he's done? Other, I mean, is he, Ooh, is he like sexually abusive? I wrote them down. So this is, and this is all allegedly uh, 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 allegations that have been levied against him. I don't believe any of them have been, um, uh, been gone to court yet, so I don't know. I, for legal reasons, allegedly, this is what he did. Um, so going back to 2020 um, in Iceland, and there's video of this, so you can Google this and look at it. Um, but he choke slammed a woman to the ground in Iceland. He claims that she asked him to do it. Um, he was arrested in Hawaii in March of 2020 um, after a violent incident in a karaoke bar with a couple. A few days later, he had a restraining order filed by the same couple because a few days later, he apparently broke into their house and threatened them <laughs> for, I guess, calling the cops. Um, April 2020, he broke into a house in Vermont and stole a bunch of liquor bottles. Um, these are the Here's the two big ones. Um, he's accused of grooming an 18-year-old Native American activist. Her parents filed uh, a restraining order against him. Um, he was 23. She was 12 at the time when they met. Her parents requested a court get involved because, in quoting, Ezra used violence, intimidation, threats of violence, fear, paranoia, delusions, and drugs to hold sway over their child. Then, a few years later... He was accused of showing inappropriate behavior towards a 12-year-old in Massachusetts. Uh, in August of 2022, he issued a re uh, released a statement through a representative saying that he uh, apologized for his past behavior. Uh, they had gone through a time of intense crisis and has begun treatment for a complex mental health issue. So, yeah, there's some serious allegations levied against him of grooming and... Uh, uh, inappropriate conduct with minors um, but again for legal reasons um, that is all alleged as of right now yeah uh, I do realize that we continue to misgender them or, or miss them there or miss Ezra, them. Yes. yeah there or miss uh, say the wrong pronoun so we're gonna try to work on on that um, so yeah that if all of that is true uh, those are terrible things yes um, to what extent what, should that 
sway yeah. somebody because there's other I mean, there's other people who do horrible things. Yeah, like, I mean, like top of the list, Harvey Weinstein mm-hmm. has done horrible. I things. I mean, if you want to people. go just LGBTQ, you've got Kevin Spacey and you've got Brian Singer, who have both been accused of uh, inappropriate conduct with minors, sexual and otherwise. So, um, right. So, should you? Uh, I mean, should those should those be boycotted? It's a, it's a it's such a such a tight line there, you know, to to because it could go one way or the other. To me, it it reminds me when um, you know when I think it was at the beginning of the Me Too movement when it was another. Maybe it was way before that. I can't remember. But the guy who was placed the dad in Seventh Heaven. <gasps> yeah. Who. Mm-hmm. Who was accused of of uh, inappropriate um, conduct with with underage uh, girls, and I think he admitted to it, but the statute of limitations had run out, so there was nothing that could be done about it. And you know what I thought was because then I mean you can't Seventh Heaven isn't running anywhere. Same with the Cosby Show, right? Yeah, I don't know about Seventh Heaven. Um, I know Cosby Show is on no streaming service. Yeah. I can't say with one hundred percent certainty Seventh Heaven. So, is. so like this is where we get into that whole boycott <laughs> thing. And me, and I just question whether or not the acts, the acts, however terrible they may be, from one person, you know, there's a lot of collateral damage there uh, from people who deserve to be paid for their work and their craft. I mean, it's the same with J.K. Rowling and the Harry Potter. Um, universe or whatever. Uh, the Wizarding World. Yeah. So, I mean, is it... I think of... Um, is it Jessica Biel that was in Seventh Heaven? Yeah. You know, so just think of all the residuals she could have made on that that's that's now ruined because of this one person. And so I just don't... I don't really subscribe to the idea of, you know, I'm going to not see this movie. You know, I mean, Mel Gibson has done a lot of really terrible things. Um as well, and I mean, The Patriot's just a that's just a good movie. And, yeah, I mean, another and, great and example are, is... And, and other people are involved in it that deserve yeah. for their work to be shown. Um, good Lord, what is his name? The director of Rosemary's Baby. Stanley? Stan- yes, Kubrick? Stanley. No, not Stanley Kubrick. Stanley oh. Kubrick was... Uh, the Shining, and uh, uh, can I just say, here's an unpopular opinion, not at all tied to what uh, we're talking about. Stanley Kubrick is uh, regarded as one of the greatest directors of all time. There is maybe one or two Stanley Kubrick films that I like. Roman Polanski. Ah, uh, yes, that guy. Roman Polanski made some of the the best movies um, of the 70s, uh, maybe even the 80s. Um, he made a really good one called The Piano, or The Pianist, when Adrian Brody won the Oscar. Um, he has been accused of uh, sexual misconduct with a 13-year-old. Um, so, I, yeah, there's a lot of um, people tied to this movie who basically put their heart and souls into these films and these TV shows. And because of one person, now their work is null and void, and you're not supposed to go see it. You're not supposed to. Uh, acknowledge that work. I don't know the right answer because I was not one of the victims of Ezra Miller or, M- Miller or Roman Polanski um, or Kevin Spacey. But like I said, everybody is different and everybody is, outra- as, is as outraged until they are inconvenienced. I know people who refuse to watch a Kevin Spacey movie but still listen to R. Kelly and Michael Jackson songs. Yeah, It's because they like the music and they don't like Kevin Spacey's <laughs> acting. <laughs> It's, That's true. It's all a matter of how much are you willing to overlook because you like that particular piece of art. So let us know what you think. You know, yeah. If you're listening and you have an opinion, let us know. Send us an email, wwn at watermarkonline.com. Something else that we decided to watch. Uh, we touched briefly on it, so we're going to touch briefly on it again. We decided to watch the Tonys and yes. talk about that because apparently the Tonys Tony, are the Tony, gayest Tony, award Tony. show in the history of... They the are, shows. and more so than any year. This was the gayest uh, episode of the Tonys I have seen ever. Yeah, and and might I say, boys kissing boys, fabulous. I so good, so loved good. it. I got to tell you that I just <clears throat> I, at the end of watching that, I I told Jen, I said I'm glad that we moved away from New York when we did. 
I love the way that my life is right now, and that is wonderful. Um, you know, we probably would have died in COVID. <laughs> I mean, COVID would have wiped us out mm -hmm. or made us leave because we would have lost our jobs. Um, but I, I feel in my soul that I belong there, and it's just to watch Broadway shows incessantly. So I want to ask you, because there were uh, 10 shows that had performances, and, and Ariana DeBose, who, can I just say, if she's ever listens to this, I love her, and I want to be her best friend. She was great, unscripted and great. She is so charming and so talented, and I would be her personal assistant for free, um, just so and I could hang out with her. Unapologetically her. And she's one of those people who every time I see her in something else, she gets more and more gorgeous. Yeah. Like, how does she age backwards? Like, she <laughs> def she looks 10 she's years younger. She's Benjamin Button. She is. She looked fantastic. And she's amazing and she beautiful. She was a and I great host. Mm -hmm. She was the perfect person. It was unscripted because of the WGA yeah. strike. Um, but uh, I thought it was great. What are some, some highlights that you've seen? Um, okay, so she mentioned in her opening um, that the whole point of the Tonys is to let you see samples of the show so you know what to go see. Yeah. Um, so I broke them down into that category. And based on the performances, here are the four shows, if I lived in New York, that I would go see. Camelot. Um, really? The costumes looked amazing. And I thought the music was... I love operatic uh, type music. Oh, sorry. I mean, um, <laughs> wasn't a reaction to that. I was just saying, I, Camelot was one of my least. But uh, um, Some Like It Hot. I thought that was a really good, fresh take on a movie that I love. We, we need to see him live. Yes. Yeah. Um, Sweeney Todd, which I don't care for Steven Sondheim. I know that's a hot take. I know you don't either. Nope. Sweeney Todd is the best thing he has written. Um, and Kimberly Akimbo, which I didn't know anything about, but when I saw the performance, I absolutely want to see that show now. Yeah, that's that's interesting. Um, I want to see Kimberly Akimbo. We had the opportunity to when we were we up did. there. Yeah. And you know, it just was. This is why the Tonys are important to watch because you read what a show is about, and it's not going to tell you whether you should see it or not. Yeah. Um, you want to see a little clip of it. Uh, you know, they should do trailers or something. They for should them. Because, because based on that performance, I really want to see. Yeah, this, that's, that, show. Uh, that looks really good uh, for me. Without a doubt, I mean, I I didn't put all of these in there because I wrote meh a lot on some of them. Yeah. Um, but uh, I have to see Leopoldstadt. Which is it's it's mm. not um, a musical, uh, but it won the. There's a gay guy that plays the lead in that, uh, and it is about um, anti-Semitism. Brandon Urowitz. Yeah, Urowitz. And I think I need. I would love to see that. Shucked. Mm -mm. I guess I, you tell me there's a musical about corn. I'm like, eh. But I watched that thing, and it totally brought back Hee Haw. I'm totally into it. And Alex. Newell, Newell yeah. uh, is in it, who is uh, who was on the Glee project and then on Glee, uh, he was in or they were in um, um, uh, Zoe's extraordinary playlist. They played the neighbor, uh, which is great. And I don't know what it, it's interesting. I think they are their proper pronouns. Yeah, one for male uh, featured actor in a musical. Um, I thought that they were transgender, but I, I probably am wrong in that. Yeah, so Alex Newell, who won uh, Featured Actor for Shucked, and Jay Harrison Glee, who won Lead Actor for Some Like It Hot, both identify as non-binary. It's the first time that non-binary non actors won uh, in the acting categories. Um, however, all four of the best actor, best actor in a musical and play, and best featured actor uh, in a musical and play, all LGBT. Yeah, and the the director of the musical can I can I say the f word or should I just bleep it out like they did on sure. TV? Sure. What was the what was the bleeped he, out part? He I looked it up. So he said that growing up as a kid, he was always called the f word, and now he said, "I'm a faggot with a Tony," and I thought that was brilliant. That's when that's when Ben, uh, ben Platt, Platt and his husband and his, stood up yeah. and they were like, "Yeah," and I was like, "Good for you." And I thought it was great. Speaking of Ben Platt, uh, I get, Parade is on my list. Can I just say, I don't know if I want to see Parade or not. However, reading up about what Parade is about, what a flipping crazy piece of history that is. And if you don't know the story of it, you need to look it up. We don't have a whole lot. Of t we don't have any time to talk about it. <laughs> uh, but look it up. I do want to say, um, of the, the little clips we saw of the presentations, the four that I will not go see 
even if I had all the money in the world to go to Broadway. Uh, I'm not seeing Shucked. I don't care about a show about corn. Into the Woods, Stephen no. Sondheim's worst. No. And Juliet. No. How are you going to take an existing story and existing songs and make them worse? <laughs> it looked terrible. And New York, New York felt like a parody of a Broadway show. I felt like that's something South Park would write, making fun of Broadway. It looked like shit. That's not a that's not a new one. That's a that's a revival. Is that a revival? It looked like shit. I, mean, I don't want to see it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> a very passionate way to, to end the show. I do However, agree with those, but I Kimberly would... Akimbo, I'm su- I want to see that. Yeah. I can't wait till it tours. There were so many I was many, surprised by it. So many queer winners. Oh my god, so many gays. And it was it was a so room fun of gays. It was it was like a pride event up in it that was. theater. It made it was a beautiful theater. It was everybody celebrating and just saying, you know, be who you are. It was it's beautiful and it's why I love Broadway and that's why I need to go up there. Um, Leopold shot closes in like a week, so Oh well got, you better get I, I gotta go. You so better get your plane tickets. Get there. Yeah. All right, so I think that covers it. That covers it. All right, well, um, until we uh, until we meet again, friends, the cork is back in the bottle.